0: Section Forty, of Stories of the Scottish Border, by Mr. and Mrs. William Platt. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Thirty Seven, Jamie Telfer of the Fair Doddhead. Note, the Telfers, though they had become Scotch at the time of this ballad, were originally a Norman family, descended from the knight Ty Fair, Cut Iron who came over with William the Conqueror. "'Tis I, Jamie Telfer, of the Fair Dodd Head, and a harried man I think I be. There's nothing left at the Fair Dodd Head but a woeful wife and Bernies three. About Martinmas time, when border steeds get corn and hay, the captain of Bewcastle rode over to Tivydale to forage. And first he met a guide in hard horsewire And next he met a guide, low down in Borthwick water. What tidings, what tidings, my trusty guide! No tidings have I. Yet if ye go to the fair Dodd-head, I'll let ye see many a cow's calf. Right hastily they came to the fair Dodd-head, Loosed the cows, and ransacked the house. Jamie Telfer's heart was sore when he saw this, And the tears ran down his cheeks, and he pleaded with the captain to give him back his gear, or else he would have revenge upon him. But the captain only laughed and said, Man, there's nothing in thy house but an old sword without a sheath that could scarcely kill a mouse. The sun was not up, though the moon had gone down, and there was a sprinkling of new-fallen snow upon the ground when Jamie Telfer ran ten miles afoot between the Dodd Head and Stobbs Hall. When he came to the tower gate, he shouted aloud, and old Gibby Elliot came out and asked the meaning of such disturbance. It is I, Jamie Telfer, of the fair Dodd Head, and a harried man am I, for nothing is left at fair Dodd Head but a sad wife and three bairnies. Go and seek help at Branksome Hall, for ye shall get none from me. Seek help where ye paid blackmail, for, man, never did ye pay me any." James turned him about, his eyes blinded with tears. Never shall I pay blackmail again to Elliot. My hounds may all run masterless, my hawks may fly as they will from tree to tree, and my lord may seize the lands of his vassal, for never shall I see again the fair Dodd-head. He turned him to Tiviot's side, and made as fast as he could for coulthart Kloof, and there he shouted aloud until out came old Jock-Grieve, and asked who it was that made such a noise. It is I, Jamie Telfer, of the fair Dodd-head, and a harried man am I, for nothing is left at fair Dodd-head but a weeping wife and three bairnies and six poor calves stand in the stall crying aloud for their mothers. Alack, quoth Jock Grieve, alack, my heart is sore for thee, for I married the eldest of three sisters, and you married the youngest. So he took out his bonny black horse, right well fed with corn and hay, and set Jamie Telfer on his back to take his troubles to Catslock Hill. When he came to Catslock Hill, He shouted aloud, until out came Williams Watt to ask what was the matter. It is I, Jamie Telfer, of the Fair Dodd Head, and a harried man am I. The captain of Bewcastle has driven away my gear. For God's sake, rise and help me. Alas and alack, quoth Williams Watt, my heart is sore for thee. Never did I yet come to the Fair Dodd Head, and found thy basket bare he set his two sons on coal-black steeds and he himself mounted a freckled grey and with jamie they rode to branksome hall where they shouted so loud and high that old bucclew came out to ask what was the matter it is i jamie telfer of the fair dodd head and a harried man am i there's naught left at fair Dod head but a weeping wife and three bannies. alack quoth the good old lord my heart is sorry for thee. Go call Willie, my son, to come speedily. Go call up hastily the men that live by the waterside. They who will not ride for Telfer's cattle, let them never again look me in the face. Call up Watt O'Harden and his sons. Call up Borthwick Water, Gordylands and Allenhoch. Call Gilman's Kloof and Commonside. Ride by the gate at Priest Horsuire, and call the of the lee and call brave Willie of Gorimberry, as ye come down the hermitage slack. So the Scots rode and ran bravely and steadily, shouting, Ride for Branksome! And when Willie looked ahead, he saw the cattle being driven fast up the Frosty Lee brook and to the plain. Who drives yon cattle? cried Willie Scott, to make us a laughing stock, 'tis I, the captain of Bewcastle. I will not hide my name from thee. Let Telfer's cattle go back, or by the faith of my body, said Willie, I'll wear my dame's calf-skin on thee. I will not let the cattle go back, neither for thy love nor fear. I will drive Jamie Telfer's cattle in spite of all your company of Scots. Set on them, lads, cried Willie. Set on them cruelly. There will be many an empty saddle before they come to Ritterford. So they set to with heart and hand and blows fell like hail, until many were slain, and many a horse ran masterless. But Willie was struck by a sword through the headpiece, and fell to the ground, and old Watt of Harden wept for rage when he saw that his son was slain. He took off his steel cap and waved it thrice, and the snow on Dinley Mountain was never whiter than the locks of his hair. Revenge! revenge he cried lay on them lads willie's death shall be revenged or we will never see teviot's side again the lances flew into splinters and many another brave rider fell and before the curse hope forward was reached the scots had got the victory john of brigham was slain and john of barlow and thirty more of the captain's men lay bleeding on the ground the captain himself was run through the right thigh and the bone broken, and never would woman love him again if he should live a hundred years. "'Take back the kai,' said he. "'They are dear kai to some of us. Never will a fair lady smile on me if I should live to be a hundred. Word came to the captain's bride in her bower that her lord had been taken prisoner. "'I would rather have had a winding sheet,' said she, and helped to put it over his head, than that he should have been disgraced by the border Scot when he led his men over Little. There was a wild gallant there, named Watty Woodspurs, or Madspurs, who cried, Let us on to his house in Stain-Girthside, if any man will ride with us. So they came to Stain-Girthside, pulled down the trees, burst open the door, and drove out all the captain's kai before them. An old woman of the captain's kin cried, Who dare loose the captain's kai, or answer to him and his men? It is I, Watty Woodspurs, that loose the kai. I will not hide my name from thee, and I will loose them in spite of him and his men. When they came to the Fair dod Head, they were a welcome sight, for instead of his own ten milk kai, Jamie Tilfer now had got thirty-three. He paid the rescue shot in gold and silver, and at Willie Scott's burial there were many weeping eyes. End of section 40